Um, welcome to The Privy. I'm your host, Courtney Kunigi. And, and Boris Abrams. I'll introduce myself. Oh, excuse me. Um, um, I This is the first episode of The Privy. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm going to get started. Not to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I have no patience for that. Someone is very eager. Um, so this is the first episode, as I already said, I think. Um, I really wanted to start a podcast based on the LGBTQ community um, and all... I'm sorry? LGBTQI. Oh, what's the I? Look at me. There's Look at me I. learning in the intro. What is I? L- let's forget. Uh, intersex? Or, I don't know. There's definitely an I. So I until you are a little bit more confident about that, it's going to be the LGBTQ. Um, and all the, the issues that we face. Um, I exist in this world, usually as the minority, um, being the only gay person in my group of friends. So I feel like there is a disconnect there. And so there's so much more I want to learn and talk about and share, which is why we call it the privy. And you have some research I that you want to share? So um, the actual acronym for the LGBT is LGBTQQIAA. Well, well, which listen. is basically like the whole subway map. Well, listen, I'm it's not. A lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, transsexual, queer, questioning, intersex, asexual, ally, and pansexual. That ally doesn't need to be in there because that's just irrelevant. So I'm going to just do LGBTQ and I might do I if I feel like it. I don't How know about what that? intersex is. Why don't you look it up since you have your computer out? <laughs> I just introduced myself already. So <laughs> I'm making me do all your third work. The research, the boring stuff. <laughs> Boys, tell me a little bit about you. Uh, so I am from London, and I've been living in New York for the last year and a half. I am a grad student at NYU, and in theory, I'm a food writer. But mm-hmm. in practice, I am someone who does a lot of stuff in the LGBT arena. Okay. Um, I do a lot on uh, sex health and HIV prevention. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, it's kind of me. I'm gay. Um, oh, okay. Just to clarify, okay. I guess uh, you are too. Yeah. Oh, am I? Yeah, I, I am. I mean, <laughs> no, I am. I am. It's yeah. pretty clear. But don't say that. You make the assumptions. That's true. That's true. But carry on. Anyway, um, I am a historian by training, so I'm going to be bringing all the history to this, and that's probably when it's going to get a bit boring and dry, but important because you can't understand the current situation without looking into the past and you can't predict the future without looking into the past um as you can tell um boris also is a chatty kathy um i actually met boris at a cafe um he will talk you to death if you let him um he has no (laughs) boundaries which is why i love him and why he's so great and why he is the co-host of the privy thank you very much for having me on board Because this is all uh, Courtney's idea. <laughs> and uh, it's a great idea. Yeah, good stuff. Um, I am Courtney Carnegie. I am a stylist. I am from North Carolina. have lived in L.A. Um, again, as I said before, I've always been a slightly disconnected from my gay roots. So I've always wanted to explore it a little bit further and have discussion um, and just learn more about who I am and... Yeah. And who you belong to. What community you belong to. That is true. Um, recently, me and Boris had a, a conversation about whether or not I saw myself as a gay. black well, yeah. black gay man or a gay black man. 
She's a little more uh, loaded than it sounds at first. Yeah, exactly. Intersecting identities and what comes first. Exactly. Who did you die for? Which cause? The gay cause? Well, hold on. I'm not going to answer that question. That is unfair. That is very unfair. That is very unfair. (laughs) But my answer to his question was, um, I see myself as a gay black man. Um, And we'll get into that later on in our episodes. Um, Why don't we talk about that? What's coming up? Oh, well, look at you with the little agenda. Uh, I know. <laughs> <Can> I can see we were rambling. Um, tell me, the, what, what is the topic we're going to be discussing this, this, on this podcast, on the Privy? On the Privy? Uh, well, actually, the Privy, uh, if you want to like, go down to the meaning of what it means, it's a historical term. Uh, oh, here we I, go. So the historian, right. Boris. Um, go ahead. So uh, it's basically a, a Shakespe- Shakespearean. Uh, Henry VIII had this Privy Council sort of a sharing of knowledge where uh-huh. advisors would come and speak to him, his friends, mm-hmm. uh, like Thomas Cromwell, they all end up getting killed in the end. But the <laughs> general idea is... Um, Let's hope we don't end up that way. No, but it's just like uh, bringing together different voices and mm-hmm. different opinions. I think, I don't know, it's been a while since I studied Shakespeare. I keep saying Shakespearean. Uh, ancient Middle, Age, Middle Ages. Oh, never mind. Got it. Anyway, uh, LGBT history is something that we're going to cover in detail. That is the transgender history, gay history, lesbian history, bisexual history. Each story is very different. And I actually think there's a lot more divisions than there is unity. Which brings you to the whole notion of an LGBT community, something that I am against as a concept. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so we'll, we'll dive into that. I'll, I cannot wait to hear that. That's pretty interesting oh, already. Yeah. What's on your plan? Um, I want to talk about bisexuality. It doesn't exist. Oh, here we go. Here we go. That's such a cliche uh, thing on the bisexual Oh, community. here we I can go. Hear my bisexual friends going mad. I, so, for me, bisexuality has always been a very interesting topic. As much as I am completely to the side of being gay, I, I have to to empathize and, and respect that that is a possibility. It is. and just to, Oh, it is. Oh, so you believe in it or you don't? I said a possibility. It's a possibility. Okay. I'm not... I don't want to be that arrogant to say... I mean, if you want to identify as bisexual, I, I mean, I, I can't come in and say, "Why, bitch, you're not bisexual. You're, you're in denial. Yeah. Etc. But I will say it's interesting that... Um, so as, if, as most people think that being gay is a choice. So, right. Exactly. And that's why I use that as a kind mm. of... So who are we to say as exactly. gay men that bisexuality doesn't exist? Come on, I got you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else you got on your list? Wait, no, I wanted to say. Um, oh, here we go. I think as well. Uh, it's interesting that women usually identify as queer now. I ha- at least as, I mean I have one woman female friend who identifies as bi, but everyone else is queer. And with men, you never really get men saying they're queer. I guess just in my experience, but it's mainly men being bisexual. Hmm. Anyway, uh, another topic I want to discuss. I know a woman that's bisexual, but we'll talk more. Continue. I mean, like I said, I have one friend who's bisexual. Um, I also want to actually speak about conforming to heterosexual norms and this whole concept of monogamy and open relationships. As I'm sure a lot of the listeners know, if they're in the gay community, a lot of people aren't about settling down with one person. I know you are. Um, <laughs> Don't put my business on the street. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely, yes. Oh, so you believe that's conforming? I think that's conforming. I mean, if you want to go back, uh, uh, sort of heterosexual relationships is based on man and woman and religion and biblical, etc. And the gay community doesn't live in that realm. It's it's fundamentally opposed to these religious notions, this institution of marriage. Mm. 
saying this, I can't do open relationships. I've tried, mm. and the jealousy gets to me. But again, that's something we should talk about. Speaking of which, I remember you've mentioned to me being religious and gay, which is very interesting as well. Yes. Uh, so obviously, um, being gay is against most of the major religions. Exactly. Uh, which is something that I ha- kind of have always had a problem with, or, or uh, with religion, I kind of steer clear of that realm. <laughs> um, just because... Yeah, because I feel like if you're not all for me... Exactly. You have someone against me. What? You, we'll dive into that. And you said you know someone that is yes, so gay and... I have a few friends. There's actually this organization, a great organization, who help Orthodox gay Jews. Mm-hmm. And by gay, I just mean that as like a transgender lesbian. Mm-hmm. And it's all about this idea that you can have both a very firm Jewish identity and a gay identity. Again, I have my problems with this. I think it's... Boris is Jewish, by the I'm way. I'm Jewish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I come actually from a very Orthodox, black hat, almost, uh, kind of black hat background. Studied in Israel for a while in a, essentially a Bible camp. It's called the Yeshiva. Uh, so, I mean, you know, I come from a very right-wing background. And a lot of the times people try and say you can be gay, but you can still follow the laws. I don't yeah. think you can. I think it's clear in Scripture. Yeah. It's not allowed. And I think if you start picking and choosing, you then lose orthodoxy and you go into a different sex. Boris has a lot of very strong opinions, so this is going to be a very... (laughs) A lot of enemies, like, it's going to be good cop, bad cop. This is going to be... The preview podcast is going to be very interesting with a lot of debates and battles. Um, What else is on your agenda? Oh, gay... Gays in the media um, and the representation of of LGBT. Um, I think right now, transgenders are sort of a trend um, and then I, I think there's a lot of room for gay men to grow and step out of the box of being the flamboyant gay man the sassy gay man I feel like that's something that we've seen time and time again and I think it's time for the world to see different facets, different layers um, of what we have to offer as a people I mean, the last year I think uh, on How to Get Away with Murder um, which is a Shonda Rhimes TV show. <laughs> okay, this is like, Okay, ABC. ABC, Thursday night. Uh, support your African Americans. Okay, I see you. Uh huh. Love Viola Davis. Anyway, uh, they just had their first character, I think, on any TV show on PrEP, which is a pre exposure prophylaxis. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of one of the first times, I may be wrong, but of showing HIV as something that's just like in the background, not a death sentence. Mm-hmm. And just, actually dealing with it, which yeah. is actually something that I want to talk about, is uh, HIV in the current world and the stigmas around it and PrEP, which is, again, this pre-exposure prophylaxis, which is a drug called Truvada, mm-hmm. uh, which has been making a lot of headlines, uh, a lot of controversy, uh, a lot of people for it, a lot of people against it. We'll definitely uh, get into that. How about the straight gay? Can you tell me? The straight man who just loves the attention of a, a gay man. Um, I have um, been exposed to, I won't say so many, but I've come in contact with a lot of quote-unquote straight men who um, are very gay, if yeah. that makes sense. Are very, not flamboyant by any way, but just very interested in the attention of a gay man. Um, and you recommended a book to me called, what was um, the? Not Gay. Not Gay. By Jane Ward. Uh, so hopefully I can read that before we. I'll lend it to you. 
Oh, um, well, thank you. Well, thank you, boys. That's you're my so, table. You're so generous. I know. <laughs> um, but basically, the main thesis of that book, it's an academic book uh, by this great uh, professor out of somewhere in California, actually. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one, which school she's at. But it is that men con- like codify their heterosexuality through engaging in sex mm-hmm. with another man. So sort of like, I'm so straight, I can have another man up my ass and whatever. <laughs> Um, Thanks for the being graphic. Yeah, um, yeah. Boris is very raw, as you will learn very soon enough. Uh-huh. Very soon enough. Did I just say that? Continue. But <laughs> I, going back to what you said, you touch on a nerve because I know. Uh-oh. Speaking of raw nerves, um, <laughs> I uh, I think I used to be one of those straight gay men who. I mean, I only came out a year and a half ago. A year ago. Yeah, you were. <laughs> I think you were just in denial, but I mean, you want to consider you yourself a straight, straight yeah. in denial. Oh, shit. Oh, oh shit. Well. <laughs> I did just go there. Okay. Um, no, because I think it's that sense of connection. You're with uh, people who you feel on sub subconscious level that you're a part of them. I mean, I knew I was always... I mean, I didn't know I was gay, cliche, another story, whatever. But um, I think there's something to be said about that. Like, that sense of belonging. Like, when if I see another Jew on the street, it's like, oh, my people. Even though I don't dress up as a Jew anymore, I don't wear a kippah, which is the head covering. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't dress modestly, etc. Um, anyway, I'm rambling. You don't dress modestly. We'll, no. get, into, we'll, we'll get into that too. I've also styled um, Boris. Um, you did a good job. Which is, I uh, know. Um, what else do we have to discuss on the privy? Um, I want to discuss. Uh, Barebacking culture as well, and I know you have a problem with that word. And oh, so that is for free. So I actually told him to find another way to introduce that, um, but, but clearly, couldn't. someone doesn't follow direction, nor do they listen. I also so. don't think we should sugarcoat anything. Well, listen, I'm with that. I mean, I just think there's a more eloquent way to put Having that. Unprotected uh, sex on purpose. Thank you. I appreciate that. Who you believe to be HIV positive, or you don't know. Um, but there's this really crazy subculture, and by crazy I just mean like out there um, within the gay community, so subculture within a subculture mm-hmm. of people who actively engage in these uh, breeding parties when you all get together and there's a lot of exchanging of fluids and there's this whole idea of kinship within the sort of gay community, this biological uh, connection that you will have this virus that binds you. Obviously, I, um, I say obviously gay men at the moment can't have biological children yeah so it's that way of establishing a connection which i think is really interesting um Um, i mean you threw me um because you just threw that topic in there i didn't know you would say that um (laughs) i also something has been so interesting to me since the beginning of not the beginning of the time but maybe like 10 plus years is the lesbian gay divide um i didn't know it was an issue and you usually don't know it's an issue until a you realize how segregated you have the you have your gay clubs you have your lesbian clubs. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but just I have some lesbian friends, and just to hear it's like a bit of an animosity between the two groups, and I like it, it's so strange to me. Yeah, I mean, there's this whole idea of uh, political lesbianism. Yeah, going back to the seventies of hating men uh, essentially. Also, let's not forget the transgender community. Mm. I mean, going back to post-Stonewall years, which is portrayed in the media as this heyday for the gay community mm-hmm. with rent, with divisions. And it wasn't until, again, the 1980s with the AIDS epidemic that 
lesbians, gays, bisexual, transgender uh, individuals came together for the first time. Because, I mean, there's quotes from gay people at the time saying you know, they didn't want to have anything to do with the transgender community because they were going to ruin the gay cause. Um, yeah, it's an interesting thing. Which brings me to Transgender 101. Yes, Transgender 101. Um, which is like everything you need to know about transgender. I think right now a lot of people speak... I am from North Carolina, so right now uh, one of the big topics still going on is like the bathroom um, mm-hmm. or the restroom and whether or not transgenders can use the appropriate bathrooms to which they are post-surgery. See, I'm, I'm even, I'm, yeah. And what's this thing? They, they've repealed the... I think they've repealed it, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but, I mean, that's like a really hot topic right now. And, um, and, well, I didn't say fashionable, I said trendy. (laughs) But okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I just think that's an interesting topic. I think, for me, I don't know enough about the transgender community as much as I would want to, but I am very empathetic. Um, I've been in some pretty heated debates. Um, I remember when Caitlyn Jenner was getting quite a bit of buzz and praise. and um, She's an anomaly. Exactly. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Talking but I wealth uh, and the white privilege. That's true. That's true. And he's bringing up white privilege because me and him were in a discussion last night about white privilege. But we're not going to start. No, but it's, not, it's not the true transgender story. It's, it's not every. It's not. But he still is a representation. Or I'm sorry, she still is a representation right. of the transgender community. And I get that. But I mean, I don't think she it's should be ridiculed. Exactly. Absolutely. I don't think she should be ridiculed. No, I don't intend to ridicule. In the yeah. But I mean. There's all these debates within the transgender community about at what stage do you identify as a transgender individual? Mm-hmm. Do you have to go to the full-on, have the surgery? Do you have to be on hormones? Or is it enough to sort of live your life as a, let's say you're a man, and live your life as a woman, mm-hmm. but still have a penis? Right. Whereas you have another transgender individual who goes and gets this crazy expensive surgery mm-hmm. and completely changes their whole body. Which one's a more genuine transgender individual? Yeah. Like, what is that boundary? And they're cross-dressing as well, transgender versus transsexual, mm-hmm. uh, the different things around that. There's also something we want to talk about with transgender crimes against transgender individuals. Yeah. A lot of uh, trans individuals Absolutely. I read about murdered. the very first one in 2017. I think it was Mississippi. I yes, her I name. think it was. Yeah. Um, Just having in England a few e- weeks ago. Oh, really? In a jail. Yeah. Oh, wow. Although the woman was uh, accused, well, in jail for, I think, like, Here we go. <laughs> armed robbery, so it's kind of like an eye for an eye. Well, I mean, come on, man. That's not an eye for an eye. Like, no. I mean, no. she was in a male prison, and she wanted to be in a female prison, and they put her in a male prison. Oh. And she got killed. Oh. Stabbed. Oh, no. I know, but she also, like, I mean... Murdered or did it? Oh, oh well, hold on. Now you make it up shit. I feel like you make it up shit. She was found guilty of. Uh, I'm pretty sure she stabbed someone. Okay, well, you said robbery just a minute. No, I, I, I don't know the details. Oh, but now you're the historian. <laughs> oh, the historian on the privy, but you don't know. Anyway, I know the main storyline. <laughs> the main gist is a trans woman was uh, killed in a male prison. Okay, so uh, moving on from that, we'll just... Um, Can we say trans? Is that even a... I don't know. We got to figure that know. out. We got to figure it out in the preview. Also, um, something that is so, I guess I should say prevalent in our community are the apps. 
like dating apps, um, gays, lesbians. Yeah, I don't know any lesbian apps, huh. but like like your your oh, there's it's called yeah. her. Yeah, there's one called Grinder, as you may know. Yeah, um, Scruff. Scruff. Uh, Hornet. Hinge. Oh, well, someone, someone <laughs> <knows>. <laughs> someone's a bit desperate. I, um, I've never been on any of these apps. I've only been on, like, like your okay Cupid and things so like romantic. that under the... I am pretty romantic. Um, well, just you have too much time on your hands that so you can uh, make these elaborate profiles. Well, hold on now. Calm down. <laughs> I haven't been on any of those in a while. And, like, your Tinder is as far as the app as I've, yeah, it's I've like gone. Shopping, so Are it's you, like, yes, you... Yes, I... T- I Tinder. Uh, oh, you do? I get a bit bored you, of it. Oh. I'm now a... Boris likes to go on these websites and have a full-on conversation. Um, it's when, a way to make connections and friends. Which is interesting that, like... Because I actually know couples who have gotten married who are gay who've met on Grindr. Who had, a, like, a one-night stand. Not saying really? that you have to have a one-night stand on I mean, Grindr, but come on, the name. Grindr. They met. They had a one-night stand. They got married. What? Married for years. That's adorable. How crazy is that? And do that? they have an open marriage? I don't know. You and an open marriage. I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure. It was so many years ago, so I'm I'm not. Grindr was around that long ago. Thanks for um, <laughs> thanks, <laughs> um, but my esteemed uh, <laughs> girls. I appreciate that you knew that. Um, I don't know. Interestingly, I... though, Grindr is trying to uh, rebrand themselves as a lifestyle app. Oh, are they? To try and stop this negative assumption that they're just a hookup app. Oh. Yeah. Speaking of hookup apps, there's one called oh. Squirt. Ew. <laughs> you always... Why you always gotta go there? This is a name. You see these posters across New York I City. Know. Like, these two men, clandestine, squirt away. Ew. So, I'm... So, guys, you would know. I'm I'm a bit of a prude. Um, I am. It's just certain things should not be spoken about at certain times or ever. I mean, Squirt is a pretty terrible name. Yeah, but Uh, it gets to the point. Okay, so let's just move on. Um, But speaking of that, again, does a dating app change the public gay space? People don't need to go to bars anymore to find a mate. That's something else that is not even on my list. Um, I know. the, The decline in... Gay bars and shit. Is it something that we should worry about? Yeah, or is it just an evolution of gay culture? I mean, gay culture has been a constant state of evolution. Well, well just fixed. Well, I, as a gay black man or black gay man, however you want to um, define me, um, I think it's very similar to that of BET, Black Entertainment Television. I'm sure you don't know anything about that. No. That is a black. Well, I should say a black <laughs> entertainment television, um, and. Uh, people argue about that. I mean, and I think there is still a need for it until you see more black people, more people of color on all the networks. There is a need for that. So with that said, until you have a more um, gay-friendly culture overall, I I think gay clubs are definitely needed. But, I mean, in San Francisco, the last gay club just shut down. I mean, you didn't get more of it. Really? Or it's about to shut down. And I know in uh, the last one just shut down in Maine and Portland. When you say last one, meaning that like there are no that, more, there's no more gay bars. Shut up! There's no gay bars and there's no gay place in San Francisco. I find that hard to I believe. Believe it? I think you're wrong on your facts. I think I may have found a new historian. Listen, I haven't done my research. It's just an introductory thing. I didn't <laughs> sign up for like doing my research. But I mean, just I'm pretty sure. Uh, no, in San Francisco, that's like mm, unbelievable. I feel like I need to get on the computer right get now. Get on it now. But I will say, I don't feel like it. But, <laughs> but I will say that um, I mean, it, 
Grinder is essentially a modern form of gay cruiser. I think. I mean, well, in the olden days, olden days, in the 1990s, 1980s. Oh, that's the olden days. Excuse me. Oh, well, wait a minute. In the pre-mobile dating age, you would have to go out. I mean, after Stonewall, when things became less uh, clandestine, you would go out, you would find someone. You'd, even before that, you'd have these codes, etc., on the street where you wore your keys, which is another fascinating uh, topic in and of itself. But now you just go on your mobile phone and you cruise from the warmth of your apartment. And again, in, in a city like New York, I'll be losing the gay culture. This place is very gay-friendly. Yeah. Um, but as you can see from the recent election, New York um, and, and California are very much, and I, I think people took that for granted, we live in bubbles. Like, we are not... Mm-hmm. We're not America. Like, we're so privileged to live in a, a, a community where we're accepted, where I can walk down the street. And although I have experienced... Um, homophobia and um, experiences that have kind of shaken me to the core, um, my lifestyle is way different than someone that lives in Alabama. or your experience. Um, so we're going to get into this now on the intro. Um, I, I, I experienced it later in life. I grew up in North Carolina. I was never bullied or anything as a child. When did um, you come out? Um, I came out at like 23. And oh, I'm, my I'm, Yeah, and I'm close to 30 now um and yeah so much later in life but i experienced um a guy when i lived in la who um rolled down his window and called me a faggot ass bitch and it was so surprising um because i had never experienced anything like that and then i experienced something where a guy called me a faggot um walking in the mall one day in la so it was very in to be exposed to that so much later in life, it's just appalling to me. And I can't even imagine being in, in high school when you're trying to figure life out, figure out what you want to do, figure out your sexuality as a whole, being bully. Um, it's something I'm, I'm truly empathetic to, and I'm a huge supporter of, the, of gay youth because I think that is, like, our next generation. And I think... Um, Right now, in oh, at the beginning of 2017, I think kids are now coming out a lot earlier mm-hmm. in life, which is I think is amazing. Um, but like you said earlier, they really need to know about history and what was before them. I think that's so important. I mean, look, with the I hate to get back to HIV, but it's where I've done most of my work. But people now think HIV is an outdated thing. They don't know the sort of the chaos that it caused, the fear. They don't know how lucky they are to mm-hmm. be living in a world where an HIV sentence isn't a death sentence. An HIV diagnosis isn't a death sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually want to ask, what happens when they called you a faggot? Oh, so you, we're going to say, oh, <laughs> this is going to be okay. I got really upset. Nothing happened. I honestly thought they were going to go around the, the block, and I thought it was going to be, like, an issue. So I was, like, ready. I had, like, combat. I was ready for war. Um, and I did hear a joke, and I'm not even going to ask you to repeat it, because whatever. Um, Too far? But uh, I, didn't hear, I really didn't hear what you said. You don't need to repeat it, because I'm sure it was a terrible joke. Um, and nothing really came of it, but it, I, for me, I think it was just a learning lesson. And, again, another reason why I wanted um, to launch the Privy, because I think so many people, both gay, straight, and otherwise, are kind of in a bubble and they think that we 
probably have, because we know it's legal to marry in New York, that we've just come so far and there's no more work to do, but I think there's a lot of work to do. Yeah. And I think um, we need to be talking about it and sharing it with the world. I mean, it's interesting, speaking of uh, homophobia, I was in Toronto, which is historically and now this great city for LGBT individuals. Mm-hmm. And I was there. I heard they have the best pride in the world. Never yeah. been. And that president is prime minister. Is, okay, you correct yourself because yeah. I was going to. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he was involved in... What's his name? Justin? Mm-mm. No. Nope. Sure uh, don't know his name. I know. I know he looks that, like You're the historian on this podcast. All right. It's kind of right. I'm, I'm planning to know their names. But um, the thing is, when I was there, it felt very safe. But walking down a side street with my ex-boyfriend, and we had a glass bottle thrown at us. Wow. Completely, like, completely, like, I think I was just holding his hand. No one was around. And that was in Canada. In see, that's a, see, that's extreme. Like, yeah. I, I know you probably I thought, I probably, I, you probably thought my story was way more dramatic than it was. But, I mean, for I me. wasn't. I went, wow. we just like, all right. Bye. Oh, you kept, kept him moving. Bye. Yeah, I think I, like, looked around. I think I was kissing him. He's about to get on the bus. Oh, so you just... That doesn't surprise me. You all doing a PDA. But no one was around. I mean, well, you should and be able to. pulls up and it's like, oi. I think they were like faggots as well. I'm sorry? I think they were like, oi, you faggots. Oh, okay. Uh, I thought you were calling them. I was like, now nah, hold on now. How no, you was just name call? I was like, wait, what? I'm the faggot. <laughs> um, well, I guess, listen, this is a good stopping point. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have anything else you want to share before I... <laughs> do these closer remarks meaning bye um, so if you want to check us out on social media our twitter handle is the privy podcast yes the t-h-e-p-r-i-v-y p-o-d-c-a-s-t tell us any topics you would like to hear um, anything that we left out any comments that you have um, let's keep it cute and courteous um and that's all. Boris, anything you want to say before we end this? I mean, I hope uh, you join us for this ride. I mean, we're both excited to... Oh, you're talking to you're not talking to me. You're talking to the people. I'm talking to the people and to uh, you. Okay. Uh, well, of course, I'm going to join you for the ride. I, mean, I, I would hope that I'm going to be here. <laughs> I'm here, getting rid of you. It's just a privy chamber. We can knock off who we want. Um, but also, we forgot to mention, and I don't know if you want to... Here we go. Oh, But we will be having some uh, great guest speakers. Oh, yeah. We didn't say that. Guest speakers? Yeah, or just like, guests? <laughs> just why just make it? guests. Okay, yeah. Fine. Just guests. Guests. Uh, experts in different fields. Um, oh, Yeah. From directors of media shows, uh, radio stuff. Well, listen, you better deliver, because I, I wasn't going to say what they did, but okay. I mean, all right. No. I'm well, gonna... just listen to us, and we'll <laughs> find out. But we have a good lineup. Yeah, make sure you subscribe, and that's it. Have a great day, and... All right, let's go. We're lingering. That's it. <laughs> Bye.